Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Buckets. That's the name of my boat. Buckets. 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 What we get. Not the only transfer we got from Florida. Keith Stone, too. Remember that. Adidas, release this in a hoodie. You know, we all make mistakes. He might have made one going to town. If y'all don't know. Dribble to the left, cross over to the right. Hurricane to the game, many buckets for the night. Matt with the pin and roll, Melissa with the give and go. This shelly you, hoodie girl, duck it in the hole. Check the scoreboard, this what we fall for. Peep the gameplay, you want an encore. Yeah, over time for another round. It's buckets after buckets, baby. You out of town. It's buckets. What it is, homie, it's buckets. We get buckets. Yeah, baby. Buckets. 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 I have no shame. I know. That's the problem. You guys are awesome. So I have a question for Matt. I have a question for Matt. Okay. Why do you okay. think so? So many we've been in like in players top four, top five for like a, a few months now. Like multiple high level recruits have put us in the top four, or top five, and I think a lot of that has to do with us making elite in the final four. Why aren't we landing these guys? You're asking me. Yeah. What 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 do you think the hangup is? Um. Because people ask me this a lot on Twitter, like, oh. You know, we're getting mentioned. We should be getting mentioned because of the success we're having the last few years, but it's a failure because we're not getting these guys. Meanwhile, we weren't even in the conversation a few years ago. So to me, I think it's a step. But what do you think we have to do to to get to the next one? I mean, I think consistency is key, right? Like keep performing at a high level, essentially. Um, I think – it's interesting to me because like Vish mentioned it earlier that um, we're recruiting guys that kind of feel like plan B's and C's right now, but they're kind of like guys that I feel like, how do I want to say this? Like we're kind of taking flyers on essentially that they don't develop. Okay. Well, transfer portals, a thing, you know, they'll transfer out or whatnot. I mean, look at the guys we're getting. It's these like six, seven athletes that can do multiple things on offense um, and have, you know, some potential on defense. Um, But as far as, you know, other big name guys, I mean, I think part of it, I think it's a multitude of reasons. I think part of it is, I think Coach L is going to recruit guys that he wants to recruit, right? He has a specific 
um, type of guy that he's looking for. And I think that that's the way he is because of a, a few years ago, you know, that whole recruiting class with like Earl Timberlake and some other guys, that class didn't really work out. Um, I think that he looks for a certain thing um, when he's recruiting guys. And I think that kind of limits um, the total number of guys. And I don't think he's really concerned with getting, you know, very elite guys, you know, it's more of like who fits what we're trying to build here. Um, because at the end of the day, you can develop guys and whatnot, but in terms of why they wouldn't come here, to be honest, I think it's, I think, first of all, we've mentioned it before. I think it's an NIL thing, right? Like guys will mention us in their top, um, five or four or whatever, you know, to try to get that NIL bump. Um, I think there is interest because we've been a solid program for the past few years, but um, I don't know what that next step is, to be honest with you. Um, I I, I want to say it's, you know, competing again this year, um, competing well in the ACC, uh, making it far in the tournament. But I mean, I just don't know, <laughs> to be honest with you. So I do think we are positioned to do that. Well, no, but I, I think we are positioned to compete for the ACC again, provided we fill the roster. It's late in the game to be having these conversations where the concern comes from, but we just need to fill out the front court, essentially. Like, we have – I mean, you mentioned, like, Jakai is probably on the fringe of the rotation at this point. He's a high-level recruit that's been with that program for a while. Like these are – you know, we're probably, at this point, bringing Watson off the bench – Right. We have a lot of depth. It's just all concentrated at the wing position. Yeah. And and the front court is literally three guys. One's a true freshman. One's an undersized center. And the other one looked completely lost last year. And that is our front court. And that's kind of where the... the... And then our fourth, we lost to the transfer portal. Oh, I mean... Good <laughs> <laughs> college, yeah, that's who we get it back. Uh, but... <laughs> But I think so. I think that's where the I think there's a lot of potential here. It's just you know they got we got to fill in. The I gap. guess you considered him, yeah. We got to got to fill in the gap. So I I think that's that's kind of just the, the the concern there right now. If we get one more big in there, I think we we have every opportunity to compete. Because then you got under because what that does is if you get someone that can actually start at the four, like legitimate or four slash five, whatever we're calling it, right? That's legitimate size. Then all of a sudden your bench is Nwoko, who's obviously a freshman but has a lot of potential. And Casey should improve. Like you should then all of a sudden you have a good three to four person rotation. You'll still play small sometimes as well. So then you have something. Right now we are really trying to 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 you know squeeze a more juice out of an orange that doesn't have juice in it anymore. Like just Norchad is the only big. And he's not really even big. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot. Not according to the NBA. Well, I he's mean, a... not according to anyone. Like he's not that tall. I mean, he's 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 a brick, right? I mean, he's physical. He'll be able to battle people, which he showed last year, and battle taller players too. But if that's your only big, that's that's problematic. Because even last year, like I know he stunk, but there were games where we were like reeling and we got minutes out of favor air, right? And and he wasn't good but he bought us some minutes against some of those lower level ACC teams where we had foul trouble and we were able to survive it. And we don't even have that option now. Like we literally just could have to put it like Cleveland at center. We have two guys over six, seven. <laughs> I mean, that's not enough. I'm sorry. I know we play small, but this is not. Enough. And that's, and that's a true freshman and Casey. 
That's not good. Yeah. Which AJ Casey might not even be. I, know, I think yeah. he's more like six seven, six eight, to be yeah. honest. Look, this is like this is not this is problematic. Um and so we just we just but again, there's time, there's players on the portal like like Matt and I were talking about West Virginia is ripe to just go in there and steal players. Um we just need to be opportunistic, but I think we need one more big. We have to we should have two scholarships left. So Yeah. So we did pick a, up a preferred walk on. Who might actually have to play if we don't because he's a power forward, right? Nick well, Cassano. He's, he's actually six, he's listed six, at seven. six seven. He's six seven. I think he's a, so. I, think he, I think he plays small forward. Oh. I think he's a, um, maybe a little Kevin Love action, you know, undersized four. Oh boy. Yeah, he has yeah, a nice he, he has a nice shot though. He's a high he release. He does have point. a nice shot. He he apparently scored 43 points in his district championship game. And was in total like over 500 points for the season and was like oh, scored over a third of his team's points. So, he can wow. generate offense. 20 and 10. Yeah, he averaged 20 and 10. He's from Naples. I mean, I, I know we love the walk-ons around here, but if how's this, the, is, if how's, this is the plan. <laughs> how's the basketball scene in, in Naples? Is it good? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny because they didn't – I heard about this, but the day before, like, they made the announcement that he was coming as a preferred walk-on, his father followed me on Twitter. He so followed I clicked, me too. I clicked, I clicked on, on his profile, and it said that his son plays for Kane's Hoops, and I was like, who is this kid? <laughs> I was very confused. And then the next day they made the announcement. I was like, oh, okay, now it makes sense. <laughs> Shout out to Pops. Yeah, yeah, right. I, I, Maybe he's so, so I said, Oh, by he, the way, the, the walk-on's name is Nick Cassano. I yeah. don't know. Did, oh, yeah. he, did we say his name? You didn't Nick mention Cassano. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I actually did say his name. Thanks for listening. Um, but anyway, um, there, this is a uh, now. Uh, I hope I, I meant to say it. I feel like I said it, but now I know Melissa. I'm gonna go back now. And I know. I know. I'm like I'm gonna get called on this if, if I didn't. Just like sure. just like when when Matt blamed me for ruining his joke, but then it wasn't me that ruined it and he just kept talking and it was julian gamble that ruined it yeah yeah don't worry i dm'd him i told him that he ruined it (laughs) and that i blamed you i wonder i wonder what he thinks about us not drafting him in the first round i don't know i didn't lie to the man you two did so well i told him i draft him i didn't did i say first round i think i think i lied 100 percent i think it was my fault you said he would be a first round pick and 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 he he said first time in my life I think I think he'd be okay with me drafting Jacqueline Clinton first. As, but you, as, as Melissa said, first round pick. Bucket, right? I'm like, there's no way this guy's going to the first round. It's only three. It was me. Picks. I said first round pick. I you. I think you just said you were going to draft him. Yeah. Um, see, which you did. I didn't lie. It was me. It was me. It was all my fault. But you know, I was trying to suck up to our guest, so so he'd come back on at some point. Yeah. Maybe but... bring his um uh, his um friend from the front court in 2013 on the show as well i don't think that one's happening unless you want to travel to cameroon or something but anyway um i, I we could we could so, use that that man who's i guess older than us probably since he was like 47 years old when he was at the U but <laughs> on this team because could use some size um yeah, it'll be interesting to see i i can't imagine coach l sitting there being like yeah this is fine i'm sure he's roster. recruiting his butt off but you know if players don't want to come here I don't know why you wouldn't want to play for a coach who's led his team to an Elite Eight and a Final Four in the last two years. Well, I think there's, there's a lot of stuff going on there. You'll notice the very heavy international flavor of the, the commits we have got. Um, 
Miami's not for everyone um, mm-hmm. as a city and as a diverse And we're not you're, we're not your proto we're not your prototypical basketball powerhouse. I mean, but, I mean, we are in the ACC, but you know, for, well, now we are, but still, for, we're not. Everyone certain, still says we're a football school. Maybe I mean, it's got to be someone that Could can. Be. It kind of feels like it's got to be someone that can start, though. <laughs> so that that's the challenge. Is there like though, a but... is there like a French Grant Nelson out there? <laughs> See, like Grant Nelson was when when I'm talking about like probably not a good cultural fit. When you ask like why they don't come here, I feel I heard like Victor, uh, I, heard, uh, I heard Victor Wembanyama has a little brother. I don't know if he's college age yet. I mean, why wait for the little brother? Just get get Victor. <laughs> let's go to the top. Then I think we could win it. I think if we get him in here. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think. Um, I think we I, speaking of top fours and all that we did get another mention this is for a 24 24 recruit recruit. yeah this is not not for this um not for this but yeah i'm confused again i'm confused because he released his top five and then i read an article and he was talking about how he plans to visit these all these schools but didn't mention miami he only mentioned the other four (laughs) so i'm like uh i mean you so, know, for reference, no, Garrett Sundra. Yeah, not, he's not, a six not, ten, not six to... ten power forward from Virginia, but he's a twenty twenty four class guy, um, and he listed us Butler, Notre Dame, Providence, and Virginia Tech in his top five. Yeah, and and again, this this one does feel an awful lot like what is Miami doing this list? Um, yeah. In terms of just uh, you know the. Uh, you can look at a picture of the man and make that judgment for yourself, but the rest what of the schools feel you know, like they, so, they, they fit so him the a article, little bit more than us. So then what's a local school in Virginia Tech? And it's just, right. So, no, the article I read was talking about how he's already done an official visit to Butler. He has a – he's done an unofficial visit to Virginia Tech. And then it's like, oh, yeah, and I plan to visit Providence in Notre Dame this summer. And I'm like, why is Miami in your top five? No, there was no mention of Miami in the entire article. This so I don't know. Like, Actually, uh, I should have looked at how old that feels, article was. It feels like an NIL-ish thing. Is this like um, an NIL push? Maybe. I mean, I, I would say we're an oddball in yeah. those list of schools. Like, I mean, the Butler, Providence, Notre Dame are very similar-ish. Virginia Tech is like Virginia this local Tech school. Is the home, the yeah, it's yeah. more of a local school. And then mm-hmm. the hell are we doing in that list, to be honest? <laughs> like... <laughs> That one feels like an NIL play. Like, let me throw Miami in here. I mean, he'd be a great recruit. He's a top 100 player, four stars. Like, I mean, it'd be 6'10", 215. I mean, that's that's some size. I wonder how much the high school height inflation is if we're doing it. He must be like 6'4". Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was but I was 215. Six... I mean that's 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 if, if if he's shorter then he's got some muscle. Yeah, yeah. I was 6-1 in our high school depth chart. What are you actually? <laughs> like 5'10, five, 5'10 ten, five, ten and a half. 5'11 <laughs> five, on a good day. I was trying to remember. Day. <laughs> I, I was like I was like how how tall was he when I know we all we met each actually, other but I, I, I well I knew you were in 6 I'm 6'2 six so I knew you were in 6-1 but it was Yeah, no. Wasn't sure. You guys want to go to the Bahamas for the tournament? I already yeah. told you, but then then you said you couldn't do it. There's a I, when is game. it? 
There's a football game. That's oh, Saturday. yeah, I can. Well, I'd have to also get my passport renewed because it kind of expired in here. Well, you got to get on that. I want to go to there's, the Bahamas. There's a huge, there's a huge like uh, turnaround time now. It's like 10 to 14 yeah. weeks. Ooh. Um, but there's some good teams for this tournament. It's us, yeah. Kansas State, who mm-hmm. made the Elite Eight last year, and they ended up losing to FAU in the Elite Eight. Providence, who made the tournament last year, and then Georgia. And Georgia's who we're opening with, actually, which we found out yesterday. Interesting uh, enough, last year, Georgia went 16 and 16. Their away record was 1 and 10. Georgia's, like, they've been the worst basketball team in the SEC. No, it's just interesting. It was just interesting to, like, see, like, how bad they are on the road. That would would be a bad loss. And that's one that's going to hurt our net rating. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We're going to, like, we would be in the 90s. If we I think it's going to hurt our net rating even when we win it. It's one of those things where you're like... They're, oh, they're... if we win by four, our net rating is going to be... Yeah, so that... Anything well, and it'd also be interesting because Nigel Pack transferred from Kansas State. So, it'd be interesting to play them. It would. Because they beat yeah. some good teams in the tournament. They beat number six, Kentucky. They beat Michigan number seven, Michigan State in overtime. Like, they played some really good games. And they... Picked, I, they got a couple players in the portal, no? Or, or yeah, well, they got yeah. um, they got a transfer from Florida, another transfer from Florida that uh, everyone's getting him. transfers from Florida. <laughs> um, it was the guy, uh, is it Keontae Johnson? Is that his last name? Oh, that um, was the guy was, that had the heart issue, right? Yeah, the heart issue. Yeah, and he was told he was never going to play again. He actually might be a second round pick in the draft. I'm not sure. Um, but uh, and then who was the other? There was another person, but Marquise Noel was there. He, dude was a baller. He's the reason why yeah. Nigel Pack transferred because I mean he was the starting point guard, and Nigel Pack wanted to play point guard. So and, and Nigel Pack wanted to go to the Final Four, and not lose to FAU. So yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> so Kansas State's coach is the that goofball that like went in the FAU locker after they got beat by him and was like giving them a post game. Todd was like, dude, what a loser. You lost. Go, go talk to your own team, dude. What are you, what was he even doing? That was like the most bizarre thing. He's like giving them like a victory speech. I'm like, it wasn't he like you guys are the best damn yeah, team. Yeah, he's played. like, don't let anyone tell you that. It's like who the f? You're not like Coach K or something where you've like got pet. Like, Nobody who are cares. You? <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> Meanwhile, his team sit in their locker room by themselves. Like, where the hell's coach? Give it a victory to talk in the other locker room. Yeah, then he walks in and he's like, I can't believe you lost to those jokers. It's ridiculous. That dude. Oh. We'll give him an L. So actually we should win that tournament, to be honest. Mm. We're the best team there. Um hundred percent. Yeah, but that should be fun. Yeah, as I think we're playing Louisville in between those, if I recall correctly. So it's mm. Hoops Friday, Louisville football Saturday, Hoops Sunday. So that's a Good weekend. Are you going to go to the Bahamas, Vish? I'll have to see. I'd have to, like, <laughs> I got to do the football games. I'd have to go back and forth. You would fly back? Like, you would. I mean, I'll be in my, I'll go, I'll be in Miami. So it'll be like, it's like, it's like a 10 minute flight. It's not even a thing. Vish oh, has, really? like, no budget when it comes to going to see, like, basketball. It's like, I, I don't know that I would do it. the I... team around. I don't, I don't know NCAA if I would do tournament. it. I mean, that was the that was the first time I'd ever done that. Um, that was that was a new one. Um, it's not standard. Although I did actually, I did 
redirect through Chicago two years ago to watch Kansas stomp the hell out of us because I was traveling at the time. Um, but yeah, no, that was a new one. That was that that Kansas game was the first tournament game I'd ever been to. So this year I just decided to follow the team around. It's not standard practice. Um, but if I can get a cheap flight to the Bahamas from Miami, because I'll probably be down in Miami anyway, because Thanksgiving's the next week. So then I'll hop over. But probably not, because I, I wouldn't stay there because I want to watch the football game on Saturday. Yeah. So it would have to be um, like back and forth. If anything, I would go for like, because Georgia sucks. <laughs> I would just go for the Sunday game versus like go back and forth multiple times. Like with the, with, like watch the football game on Saturday and just fly down for the fly over for the Sunday game. What's well, like a seriously like a 45 minute flight? If that's the weekend before Thanksgiving, I'll likely be working because I'm always off for Thanksgiving. So I'll be watching the game from work if I can if I can stream it. Is the the Bahamas tournament is the one that's on like? Is this on a real channel or? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, or is I'm, it the women's one that's on like a fake channel? One of those Bahamas because I remember our team was playing like this was two years ago. Our women's team was playing like I want to say Stanford or like one of the top three teams in the country that was on like Flow Sports streaming or something. I was like, what the hell is this? Hmm. So, uh, but I think I think yeah, I think the men probably get on on ESPN or something. Anyway, we'll, we'll have to we'll have to see. Um, we were did also, you see they? Um, did you see they announced the New Jersey numbers? Oh yes, there was there was a, a big announcement, a lot of and changes, a of cha- <laughs> and a couple of changes too. Yeah. So let's let's here. Let me uh, pull the list up here. So um, for the new for the new guys, Cleveland's wearing zero number zero. He actually wore 35 at FSU. Yeah, it's a new, new beginning. Yeah. Nwoko's wearing one. George is wearing seven. And Joe Bay is wearing 10. Casey is switching from zero to 23. And Wooga is switching from 55 to five. So who was wearing five? Um, was that um, Beverly. Five? Beverly. Yeah, Beverly, Beverly was wearing Beverly. five. Beverly. And then 23? Was, was there a 23? I don't think so, right? No. What okay, number was Casey last year? Zero? That's Casey what I was thinking. Did, 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 uh, did Casey get big time here? Oh. <laughs> did Cleveland take his number so he switched to 23? Maybe. <laughs> you think... Isaiah Wong's number ends up in the Raptors one day. Yep, should. I think it should. Add to Rick Barry, Tim James, Isaiah Wong makes sense. McClinton's up there. He's not retired. He's honored. The only two retired are Barry and, and Tim James. I'm still, he's still up there. Yeah, but you can still. Damn, Vish, you're gonna have two retired jerseys on your team. Oh yeah. You. <laughs> I, I did. I, I, I will say that was kind of on purpose in terms of what, because we talked about it with Kenny Kaji, right? Like, I was definitely valuing like longevity and in, 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 in value added to the program. And that's that reflected several of my picks, actually. So, I don't know. Yeah. A lot of my picks and then a lot of Matt picks, both of us were like going to draft those players next. So I feel like me and Matt were like on the same page. Well, you were also working in a much more crowded space, and I had, like, this whole era of Miami basketball to myself where I could just, like, pull whoever, whoever I wanted. I'm so I'm so grateful that I drafted Kenny Kaji second because I would have been heartbroken had not have take, Matt had taken him if I had waited till the third round to take Kaji. That would have been horrible. 
I would have felt like Matt did when I drafted Jordan Miller. It's okay. See, but even Kachi was only here a year. Yeah. Facts. He was Got a transfer there. from Florida. <laughs> I know. I know. The the second best transfer from Florida you had. And if you remember Keith Stone. Um so <laughs> No, I'm pretty sure he was the best transfer from Florida. <laughs> but I mean that that was I did definitely weigh more like how much they contributed to the program, which is why they're they're like there was nothing that Kenny Kachi could have done as one year that would ever have gotten his jersey retired. It's the reality of it, right? um, You got to do more than that. So, Um, I think Isaiah Wong. I I think Isaiah. I think Isaiah. I think Wong should should be up. It it should be retired. Whether it's retired or it's honored, like McLean. No, no, it should be retired. That's a distinction. That's a higher honor, and he he deserves it. Not that not that you know having your number honored isn't isn't (laughs) isn't awesome, but. There's a different like he belongs with 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 Rick Barry and Tim James on the in terms of impact on the program like he was he's the only one who uh, well, on that team Rick after that Barry mucked through the crap. Nigel Pack to wear 24 because Pack's been walking rocking the uh, 24 patch that says Barry on it the whole season. Yeah, that's fine, but his jersey store is here. So I guess. And I'm so. saying that I mean, there but, are I mean, loopholes. Yeah, but those – I mean, if someone else wants to wear two and Zay's, like, fine, but his jersey needs to be retired. Um, sure. And, you know, if you think about impact on the program, it is up there. He he came yeah. here when we were at a low point and elevated the program to the point that by senior year, not only in the Final Four, but he was the best player in the ACC. That is – I think we I – think, I think four or five years from now – we're going to have a much higher appreciation for Isaiah Wong than we do right now because we got used to him. Yeah. And I think it'll be pretty obvious who the best player of this era has been. It's going to be him. It always seems to be that one that we all remember. I mean, I think for him, he was on bad teams and he was kind of propping the teams up and then we got better players around him and the the program went through the roof and, it's kind of like he was always there, so we got took it for granted. But if you look at that Elite Eight team and then you look at that Final Four team, the impact that the transfer portal had on our those two respective runs is insane. Like, we had just as many transfers as we did recruits that we brought in from high school. I mean, I would say that was the case for our 2013 team as well, right? Uh, Kaji was a transfer, and Trey was a transfer. That's it. Larkin. Larkin never played at DePaul, though. He's a transfer he, from DePaul. Huh? He didn't play there, though. He had he committed there, camp- and then... He went to campus. He was there. Yeah, but he, he, but he never him, played. Like, but he never played, though, so I don't really consider him a transfer. He's 100% a transfer. He wasn't a transfer. He played Pull up his, his bio. Season. Previous school. His freshman ball. season, he played at Miami, though. His first season of basketball, he played at Miami. He's a transfer. Um, he went to another school. How is that not a... He never played for them, though. Like, he never sat the year, like, as a season. He was never right. a part of Twitter poll question tonight. Was, does Shane Larkin <laughs> count as a transfer? I want to see it.
I, I, oh, he's doing it right very, now. He's doing it right now. Is. Here, this is this is my take on it. Is that he he went to DePaul, but then he left before the season even started, and then make he got sure like he, a waiver to play in Miami. Make sure you so check really with consi- with Mel- Melissa. I don't really consider him a this. transfer. I I don't really consider him a transfer because it's not like he was there for the whole year and sat the bench or something. He was never a part of the program. But he so that, that's there. why I don't consider, huh? He did go there. He then decided he wanted out, and but he never played for them. So I don't consider it like he wasn't like in the locker room or on the bench. Like I, I, I just consider him a freshman at Miami. Like it's just my opinion. But. Julian, Reggie, Durand, Ryan, they were they were all brought in from the beginning, so I mean three of the five starters transferred. Because yes, like in, <laughs> it's on his bio. You can't happen. undo the the DePaul mistake. It, it was a thing that happened. <laughs> but anyway, um and then I mean honestly Ryan Brown was like the equivalent of of what on last year's team. I mean, I don't think you would necessarily consider that that like a key. When you start talking about kind of the core of the team, he was I don't I think he's fringe core of that that team. He, he started later. What, in twenty thirteen, Ryan Brown's role? Yeah. You know, he was in the rotation. I mean, he was what? The seventh he was our seventh man. Sixth man, seventh, sixth, something. I mean, after Reggie came back from injury, he was, like, coming off the bench as a sixth man. It was crazy. That, man, thinking about that team is so makes me sad because there was, like, that team had everything. <laughs> like, I feel like that should have been our first Final Four run. It, it, it did lack some depth, and, and that kind of bit us in the end. Because, like, it's not like when, when you know, Larkin has issues, we could slide Ryan Brown in there and not miss a beat because we couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, I think that's... Well, where... another piece of that team was supposed to be Darius Adams, but I believe he was injured. Yeah, but again, we're not talking... I mean, I don't want to disparage because they're obviously it's good they're Division One quality basketball players, and they're really good players here. But this is... We're talking massive drop-offs. Well, no, I'm just talking depth-wise. Because yeah, but I don't think that's kind of because no, because the year after Ryan Brown and Gary Adams were the team. <laughs> right, and the team was bad. And so, yeah, I, know. I remember. <laughs> I guess I remember, that's my point. That's that's the significant I, drop off for the starters. No, I remember. I remember watching um, the ACC tournament title game against UNC, and I remember telling one of my friends, "I'm like, if we're gonna win anything in the tournament, this is gonna be the year because we're gonna have nobody next season." So like I was like I'm writing this as long as I can <laughs> because you knew you knew Shane was gonna leave because why would he stay with everybody gone and then everybody else was seniors so I mean I that season I was just like I need to enjoy this because next year it's all gone yeah but, but I guess in, in, in contrast to like the team that lost to Loyola right where I mean Bruce Brown didn't play the second half of the season or the tournament like if if. If Larkin had gotten injured like that off that 2013 team, he would have stunk. Well, that's why we lost to Marquette because he was like right, right. That was that was. So I don't think I think 
I think he was so in control of that team and that offense that it well, enabled everyone else to look better than they probably are. Um, when you have an elite, guys, when yeah. you have an elite point guard like that, I mean, not having him at a hundred percent or not having him at all is is gonna make a huge difference, and that's why we lost that Sweet Sixteen game. I say it every time we lost that game because Shane Lurkin had food poisoning the night before. Had he been healthy, if he'd been healthy, we win. But we also just didn't have depth, right? And and I think if you again, if you look at like the team that lost to Loyola, lost a NBA player who's really good. If you watched the NBA this year, and you know, it took, to fluke, but it, it took a fluke to otherwise they, that team was going to go on a run, right? And <clears throat> and and the 2013 did not have that kind of depth. Like the fact that that team was there's always there's always a what if, but I. The the Lonnie Walker Bruce Brown team was fun to watch. I know Bruce was hurt, but there nothing compared to that 2013 run. Obviously until this year, but that team was so much fun to watch. It it really was. I, I like being in the stands for all those home games. Literally, especially the that Duke game. Honestly, like it's literally one of my favorite seasons ever. I, I think that if, team was special. I think if Bruce Brown was healthy, that that team that lost to Loyola would have. Oh, it's possible, um, but again, I think, it's, it's I, think they, I think they they had a higher ceiling than the 2013 <clears throat> team. Um, I, I think I think that's a team that finished second in the ACC <laughs> without Bruce Brown, which is crazy. No, that's yeah. true. That's um, true. I don't know. And, I just I have I'm biased because that 2013 team. Was, yeah, we all have our biases. Why do you think I I, I, I glorify? But no, it is true. Like if Bruce Brown was like healthy, first... what does that team do? No, but what we does all that team we all we we all have those have those those biases, right? That's why like I I'm an affinity for the late '90s teams because that was like my freshman year of college. We made the Sweet 16, and we you got to keep in mind like when we we first made the tournament in 1997, we hadn't made it since 1960. And then two years later, we're in the Sweet 16. And I'm like, that team's always going to be special for me because of that, right? They won the Big East. We stormed the court after they beat St. John's in, like, triple overtime to win the conference. See like, you see Anthony's question? I see his question, but we kind of – I mean, have we done enough of this? <laughs> <laughs> I, Anthony, that's a whole other – that's a whole other pod, honestly. I mean, we literally, we did a, a three-hour draft last week. I we know, did a draft, like <laughs> – like we picked each other's players too. Like I mean, so I mean, we're we're probably gonna that, do an episode where we do like either all decades teams or we talk about some of our favorite players or create our like our all time. I, I, I will that, say that that that'll that'll probably end up that'll probably end up being a whole other episode. So I don't want to ruin that now. But yeah, I will say center is tough. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're, we're uh, a little, little light there. But keep watching, Anthony, because that's probably gonna end up on a pod sooner or later. That probably 20, this summer because that, we're going to need that to talk team, about. though, with Bruce Brown, Lonnie Walker, that team was really deep. That depth was... Who was on that team? Hold on, let me Google. That was, that was when we had, like, Anthony Lawrence, my guy. Uh, <laughs> that's when we had... Um, this... Rodney Miller was definitely... Yeah, no, yeah, Rodney Miller was, was definitely DeJuan on that team. DeJuan was starting on the team. Wardenberg was on that team. Likes was on the team, I he think. He was the backup, yeah, because yeah. Juan was the starter. yeah. Um, was it Zundu on the team? I, I believe Here, so. 2018, yeah. 2018, then, 2019. Chris likes, qual- uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Chris likes DJ Vasilovich. 
Willie Harrington, your 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 um walk on. Anthony Lawrence. Oh, yeah, DJ was on that team. Um, I don't even remember some of these. Anthony Mack, Dominic Proctor, Zach Johnson. Izzundu. Are you looking at the right team? No, you're looking at the wrong team. It's 2017-18. No, oh, you're, 2017, you're you're too much. You the Sorry. lack of Lonnie Walker and Bruce Brown there. I was gonna say, I was like, no, no, no. It's Sorry. Lonnie Walker. Dwan oh, Jaquan Newton. Hold on, Jaquan Newton, DJ Vasilovic, Chris Likes, Anthony Lawrence, Lonnie Walker, uh, Bruce Brown, Azundu, Dewan Hernandez, Sam Wardenberg, Dang Gak. There's some players. Well, that's why we were able to kind of stay afloat even with Bruce Brown injured because we had depth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. clicked on the wrong year yeah that that next year scene was rough but sam was a freshman he, he was wow. on he was on the court though he he was the one yeah. that when 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 lonnie's free throw rimmed out because it caught he was gonna get the rebound and it hit the rim a second time and he mistimed his jump that whole thing is like i have that memory a slow motion nightmare hmm. that whole play because the the he Wardenberg got inside position, like got inside of his box out and was going to grab the rebound. He elevated to get it and it hit the rim a second time. It looked like it was going to come straight off and it nicked the rim and, and he didn't get the rebound. They got it and went down the court and hit the three. He was in there. I remember going back. You guys were talking about the 2013, 2014 season after <laughs> that special season. That was like the first year. So they played in a tournament in Southern California and it, they played it at uh, Cal State Fullerton, which is like 30 minutes from my house. And I went to, I went to the first game. I think it was against George Washington, I want to say. And they lost like an overtime. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna go back again. <laughs> oh, that that was the. You know, because it was different transfer rules. That was the team that had like McClellan and Andrew Rodriguez not allowed to play yet. Yeah. So they were they were in school, but they were doing their sit out year. So we knew we were gonna we knew like <laughs> the year before we won the ACC and made the Sweet Sixteen. We knew we were gonna be really good the next year, but we knew that middle year was gonna be a freaking disaster. Yeah. <laughs> so we had all this talent that we couldn't field yet. That's why if you look at the roster, you'd be like, that should have been better. But then, like, half these guys were transfers and couldn't play. Wait, hold on. Let me look at that. Let me look at that roster. Hold on. 2013, 2014. Um, oh, Manu Lecomte. I remember him. Oh DeAndre Iowa. Burnett. Legend. Raphael Akvajori. Davon Reed. Uh, Sheldon McClellan. Angel Ryan Brown. Manu Lecomte. Eric Swoop. Donovan Kirk. 
Like, Kanye boy, Jimmy, Eric Swope. Darius Adams, James Kelly. That's my then, boy. The next year after that was where we we blew the NIT game, right? Yeah. We could have won the NIT. Mm. That's 14-15, I think. Right? Mm, yeah, I think it was. When uh, actually, we didn't blow it. They called a BS foul in the at the last play of the game. Right? Oh, Ivan Cruz has said it. I forgot about him. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh yeah, like, oh. we're literally just like Martin naming Murphy. guys now. <laughs> oh, the that show was that my just, guy. Like, what happened? Oh, everybody's to your guy. <laughs> oh man. Oh, James Palmer transferred to Nebraska and decided to ball out. <sighs> Yeah, that was that 2014-15 was the one that lost to Stanford in the uh, oh, in yeah. the, uh NIT championship. Was that who was on that Stanford team? I was trying to remember. You mean on our team or on Stanford? No, no, on the Stanford team. I remember who was on ours. Come on, we had Ivan Cruz Aceta. Come on. <laughs> I met him once. Ivan. <laughs> oh, it was with Anthony Brown. Yeah. He, so he actually went to um, Ocean View High School, which is down the street from me. Um, legend around here. <laughs> There's always like a seven degrees of Kevin Bacon thing with Matt. He's like, oh, I know this person because they went here. And the cousin. Well, I don't person- know him, but like I know, his, <laughs> I know who he is. And he played for the Lakers, too. That Stanford team was pretty good. There's always a person within a group of friends that just like, throws out random trivia and random facts. That's Matt. <laughs> there was a, uh, a BS foul call at the end of that game. We, we would have lifted the NIT uh, trophy. <laughs> Don't we have that banner up? Isn't there like an NIT runner-up banner in the, in the I, Watsko? I don't know. Do we have it up there? I don't know. I, don't know. I need to go to both um, the women's and the men's games to start <clears> to see because I want to see them hang the banners. Well, we'll have to see when the schedule comes out. It should be beginning of November, um, whenever that happens. You should come down, Vish. I got <laughs> it's football season. No guarantees. I gotta see. I gotta see what the oh, especially, that's true. That's especially true. a weeknight. Like we we might not open on a weekend. So yeah, I would tell Matt to come, but it's kind of harder from California. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit long of a flight, to be honest. Are we not seeing you again until like the final four next year? When are we gonna do our game of horse? He's it'll ducking a, us. It'll be a while, Melissa. He's ducking us. Look at look at him ducking us. Oh, gee. Maybe in Cleveland when the women's team makes the final four. Oh man, I don't know if I could go to Cleveland. He's not, he's not going to Cleveland. <laughs> if it was anywhere else, <laughs> he's not going to Cleveland. If it was even anywhere else, final I would four? even for a Canes hoops final four. Uh, Cleveland. I don't even know if I'd go if the men's made it to Cleveland. <laughs> to be honest with wow. you, wow! What? What? Did, I'm what, sorry what? to any of our listeners who currently what? live in Cleveland. Hold on a second. Wait, what, what is wrong That's with Cleveland? Horrible. Well, I, I mean, I've never been to Ohio, but yeah. Oh, I thought oh, Anthony, Anthony sent a lot. He, he sent a long message. I thought he was from Cleveland. Here's here's uh my starting five. McClinton, Rodriguez, Walker, TMJ as the four, and Julian Gamble as the center. Um, I, I disagree because you don't have Kenny Kaji on there, so it's I, automatically I, I, I think we. I, I think this is a. Uh, Wait, is that all time? 
I have no idea what his criteria is, but <laughs> I don't see how you arrive at that list of players. PMJ <laughs> is not a center. It's not a forward. He is a forward. He's just not a, a power forward. He's only picking guys that are forward. Pisces or something. Forward. I mean, where's Larkin? Seriously. <laughs> There's all sorts of problems here. <laughs> Unless you had some criteria. Anthony, you got to explain maybe, yourself. Um, yeah, explain maybe, the criteria. Maybe next week, we'll, once all of us have time to think about it, we'll we'll name our all-time starting five. But I need more time. because The center is the one that, that I'm struggling with. Guys that I've seen play. Are, oh, okay. Are, wait, but well, how did you see Julian Gamble play and not Shane Larkin? <laughs> exactly. The and only... TMJ. And TMJ. They were all yeah, on the same yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's got to be all there. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, we got anything else? Or... Uh, I don't know. I totally disregarded the list that we had of. I think we actually we covered it all. I, I can, did we really? No, we did. Wow. Yeah, because I, I, um, I, I saw Ms. Melissa scrolling back. Actually, there was one more topic that someone walked on, That's what which I is probably a good thing to end with. Um, which which Melissa tried to bring up earlier, and I shut her down because I want to talk about how our team is screwed for next year. Which is uh, the draft is tomorrow. Oh yeah, the draft is tomorrow. We got a couple of guys that hopefully will get drafted, probably second rounders. But yep. I think I've either second a, rounders a or two-way deals. The second round is incredibly like impossible to predict at all whatsoever. Yeah. Like they, there's no like uh, what's the word like guys dropping or whatever. It's should I be insulted or uh, <laughs> what does that even mean, dude? <laughs> John David, comma Washington. You. You insulted his starting five, so maybe. Oh, no, I, okay. I mean, I am all for people insulting me. Bring it on. I'm just not understanding the insult. Oh. <laughs> Anthony, what are you talking about? Who's John David, comma, Washington? What was happening here? Um, but anyway. Yeah, huh. I don't know who that is. But apparently I want to be him, so. Uh, um, but anyway, Sorry. I'm waiting for Matt. Way. I'm waiting for Matt to come on a show where he's actually wearing Kane's merch. I am. It's like <laughs> I'm not. No, we had to ask or... you. We had to ask you to put on a Kane's merch last week. I'm wearing just... a brand new shirt. This is brand new. I don't. <laughs> okay, I still don't get the insult, but I still don't get the get the uh, insult. I wear all my cane stuff when I play basketball, to be honest. Now I gotta look up John David. I, the only time I've reworn something on this pod is when I wear my interview hoodie. Your interview hoodie? Yeah. I've you don't. You don't have like. You don't have like an everyday hoodie. Um. No, I have two hoodies that I I, I switch off wearing that are like my lounging hoodies one of them is the the hoodie is expensive hoodie that i wore a few weeks ago and then my coach coop hoodie i live in i wear that thing all the time when i'm like chilling um, at home is it too hot anyway um draft i keep i keep my apartment in like frigid temperatures so so taking out the uh personal fandom aside where would you like to see our, our, our boys land or like what do you think is a good fit hmm. or place because look, look let's be you know, honest here. Um, I, I just want one of them to come to Miami so I can buy their jersey. Okay, that's exactly what I said not to answer the question with, but... <laughs> I know, I, I was starting it with that. I, I saw that coming, them. and I'm like, look, can we not do that? Well, to, to be <laughs> honest... Well, I mean, well, well, 
Well, no. So I think I think the the, the context is, as Matt mentioned, you know, second round is tough, and you know, a lot of them don't actually make the team. They end up in the in the in the G League or in Europe, um, and so a lot of that is dependent on finding a good landing spot. And in fact, sometimes it's better not to get drafted because you kind of pick an opportunity where, yeah. all right, but you know, so. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on where you'd like to see them, you know, potentially have the best chance of success. Ah, jeez, I should have done more research for NBA stuff. I didn't. Hmm. That's I a think, hard question um, to answer. Um, I'll ask it to our summer league expert over here who is well, yeah, right. <laughs> used to scouting I mean, us. If I'm, so I'm trying to be unbiased, right? So if I'm going for Jordan, um, I mean, as much as I would love to say the Lakers, um, <laughs> I I think a team where he can kind of grow into his role, right? Like on a team that um like a contender essentially where he can, you know, do the things that he did his junior year, right? Cuz that's how it's going to start. Um doing all the small things to contribute to win. Um, and that's probably a better, you know, rather than like go to specific like do you think it's better that they they end up like at least for we're talking about Jordan Murray, he ends up on a on a better team where they'll, you know, be maybe a more defined role and, and can... yeah that's kind of what i'm thinking um you know he's a good t- team defender can improve as an on-ball defender i think in ways but i think he's versatile with i mean he has a seven foot wingspan and he's what are the actual measurements he's not six seven he's like six five and a half right mm-hmm. is that yeah. is yeah, that what yeah, the measurements yeah. were like yeah. Or yeah. yeah yeah so i i could see him doing i mean maybe like uh Maybe like the Bucks or something, or I'm just kind of oh, ran- naming naming, oh. li- naming random teams. Um, but honestly, though, for Isaiah, I think he would be a good fit for the Heat. To be a hundred percent honest, um, I think that having that offense um, would definitely help him. Um, he's I know he's worked out for them. Uh, Jordan Jordan, I think worked out for the Magic actually, not the Heat though. Um, so I think that's something that would that would be interesting it would be great um, it would be great to have long go to the heat just because the heat have such success with developing young talent yeah no absolutely so i'm actually i i'm i think jordan's gonna have a little bit more difficult of a transition just because he's gonna have to play a completely different position he's gonna have to like really and i'm sure he's been working on this but he's gonna have to really just be like a knockdown three-point shooter like he's gonna have to be very consistent from three because he's not going to be able to go play in the paint in the NBA. He's too small. Let's be real. Yeah. But I think too, like his junior year, he was one of our best cutters, right? So he knows when to, when to dive and whatnot. So I think that's the one thing, like if he didn't have that, then yeah, I would be concerned, but he, no, no, he can, he can definitely ball. play as a three to me. It's his, what's going to keep him on the court though, or not, is going to be, he's got to be able to shoot the three ball. I mean, I think that's when you're, when you're talking about, you know, bring a glue guy off one of the, onto the court or or sticking with them or whatever Mm -hmm. one of the (laughs) big things is if this guy is left open he'll knock the shot down yeah well and we saw improvement in it it's just yeah i'm sure and 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 there's also you know been several months since the season ended which he's been i'm assuming just shooting constantly so yeah well hopefully we can talk to him about it soon too yeah wouldn't that be nice um and then uh whatever fish (laughs) so um that's the director of getting guests on the show. Yeah, but I, but actually, for 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 Zay, I actually think he might be better off on a worse team. Um, mm. 
he his best attributes are with the ball in his hand. And you're not going to get that on a good team. Like they're not going to like – the Heat have been very good at developing, I would say, borderline NBA talent into really good contributors on really, really good teams. But it's still Jimmy Butler's going to have to take this ball. And, right? I mean, and, and, and I think Zay is a role player. I don't know that that accentuates his skills, but if he goes to a bad team, <laughs> that he can, you know, maybe get more of the ball in his hand. And even though it was a second unit being like the scoring punch off the bench, that might, I feel, suit him better than going to a team where he might get like 10 minutes and he's got to come in and, you know, do a lot of the little things well. That's not really as much of his game as, you know, he'll he'll create the offense, he'll score the buckets. So I, I feel like, well, buckets. Um, so... <laughs> Buckets. Uh, no Julian Gamble here to cut me off. Um, but uh, but so I actually think he'll do better at like a team that maybe isn't as good that that's looking for more offense generation of ball handling. Because I I don't I don't see Zay's game as like a role player type. I just don't see yeah. it there. I don't know. Which Jordan I mean, Miller? Unless is it's a guy. Unless it's a guy that just comes off the bench and you know, second unit leads the second unit and scores, right? And the Heat don't really do that. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't think, I don't know that any of like the top teams in the NBA have that role for him. Which is why I think, you know, going to a worse team, a team that's frankly looking for offense, like doesn't mm-hmm. have a lot of good guard play. Maybe like the Wizards or something. Yeah, the Wizards. They just yeah, lost maybe. a deal. Yeah, maybe the Wizards. Like, I think he could he could slot. In. He's obviously not going to be Bradley Beal year one, but I think he could slot into that role. Yeah, because he's he's a ball dominant guard that can create his own shot and score. So I know some of the projections I saw. I think I saw him. They had him going to the Cavs. Was one of them. Um, I mean, these don't really matter that much because yeah. It's all random. I mean, we're just right? talking abstractly. Like, yeah, um, we give them the best chance of success. Because they want... both, let's be realistic, they both are borderline to the point of, you know, they might not be in the league this year. Yeah. I mean, so that, that's what we're talking about. So I want to say that one of the other ones, too, was the Pacers. And there was another one, but I can't remember. Maybe it might have been the Grizzlies or something, but um, no. Yeah. I think it would be. I think either way, um, they both have a good shot of like at least getting that two-way contract. I, I would be surprised if they didn't at least both get that. Um, I think there's a really good chance. I mean, we talked about this weeks ago that uh, they both both get drafted as well. Um, obviously, Vish, you had mentioned there's always a prospect of you know teams reach out. Hey, we're going to give you a two-way deal. They tell a team to not draft them, right, because they want that two-way deal. So you never know what happens until – after the draft. Yeah. I'll be checking I'll be checking my, my phone at work tomorrow night since I'll be there instead of being able to watch the draft, but it'll be exciting to see where they end up. Yeah, and it's it's you know, as um where was this? I think it was Anthony earlier. I know it was it was Bill, right? I mean, look, we're not at the stage. <laughs> of our program where like we should just gloss over the fact that you know very likely tomorrow night we're gonna have two two players um 
Well, Lonnie Walker went in the first round first. Yeah, I was going to uh, say Lonnie Walker was Lonnie Walker was the 18th pick, right? Yeah, yeah. He was the same as Shane. Yeah. Uh, but we're certainly not at the point in our uh, in our program. We should gloss over the fact that we're going to have two players probably on NBA rosters tomorrow night, which is pretty. It's cool. something, which is something. Yeah. Yeah, not, for sure. It's not something. Different. Anything else? Anything else we want to address before we let Vish go so that he can do his football pot at nine? Do we, do we want to promote prize picks one more time? We can promote prize picks. You want to do the read? No, you're good. I'm going to finish my apple juice. <laughs> the hell? I mean, she, she you want me to do the read? You want me to do the read? Look at that. She, All right, y'all. She, she just assigns <laughs> stuff to whoever she feels. I'm the boss here. So, prize picks is our sponsor. Um, go to prizepicks.com. Yeah, go to pricepicks.com, offer code 5, as the real boss muted her. Um, and uh, <laughs> she could unmute, but uh, it's offer code F-I-V-E. That's the word 5, F-I-V-E. Um, like Yo, two, Vish, two to six you, got, you, got, you got some issues, man. You got some issues. You got no, while, while we're going through the sponsor. Issues would have been throwing you out of the stream. That was just funny, and you know it. No. That was that was honestly hilarious. Good job. I have to remind you to do our to read our sponsor stuff twice today. I twice. read it. It was done. Plus, I can insert it. Yeah. In post so anyway. go to prizepicks.com. Use offer code five F I V E as in the number of football rings we have. Even though we should have six. Um, basically, what you do is you pick two to five players, bet the over under on different stats, and if you get them all right, you win, and we'll match up to a hundred bucks on your first deposit. Prize picks. Booyah. Good job. Um, Anthony, I have no power. Well, I will. Uh, let me just. So we're actually, you know, three co-equal partners in this endeavor. <laughs> and none of us actually have power. That's why it's a joke. That's why I muted her because it was funny. If it was actually like something consequential, I would never have done it. <laughs> I also could have technically thrown her out of the stream, but obviously I'm not going to do that. So. It's all in good fun. The, all these jokes we make about who's in charge. Because I'm the best at promoting the show. So. Well, the jokes we make about, you know, someone being in charge is all a joke because no one's in charge. We kind of share everything here. So there's but that. Mitch does have control of the mute button. Well, because I'm producing the stream, but it's not actual. Control. McClinton is not playing in the NBA. No, he he actually right has his own, like, line of, like, clothes and stuff. He hasn't been playing basketball You know, he definitely hasn't been playing for a while. I didn't know what he was doing, yeah. though. Yeah. Didn't he play for the Spurs for a little bit? And uh... He was drafted by the Spurs? He, no. he did play a little. Drafted by the Spurs? I feel like he played a little bit in the NBA. And then a lot in Europe. Right, some more live Googling. Riveting stuff. Oh, he never. He Yeah, he was selected in the second round by the Spurs, but never, uh, never played there. And he stopped playing basketball yeah, in uh, 2012, so it's been a bit. Oh, wow. He has, like, a clothing line and stuff, and I think he has, like, a bed sheets line and everything, too. I follow him on, like, Twitter yeah. and Instagram and stuff. So. McClinton, together with Carlos Boozer, co-founded a men's swimmer company, Loaded Dock. Yeah. I wonder if he'll convince uh, the Boozer twins to come to Miami. Since I mean, <laughs> how are they not just going to Duke? But but maybe Jack will have an influence on them. I don't know. I mean, Kate, uh, one of the boozer we I can dream. Kaden, said that Miami was recruiting them the hardest. So, do you really think dream. Duke has to work that hard? 
<laughs> Their class of 2025? Yeah, 2025. 24? 25? Yeah, we got, yeah. we got a while. I don't know. Duke, Duke took Vernon Carey's kid, so it's payback. You guys I don't remember when Vernon Carey played football here, but. I remember his son. <laughs> yeah. I think his Junior. son is. His son's does already. Stone, does Keith Stone have any kids? I don't think so. <laughs> Julian Julian's got to get his boys to Miami in like fifteen what? years. He hasn't said he's not. <laughs> he's not close to an age to a to attend Miami. So. Can you imagine in fifteen years if we're still doing this pod and we're talking about Gamble Sons? I, I don't <laughs> I think I, I I would be shocked if in fifteen years pods even exist. God knows what the medium of media will be at that point, but it's not gonna be any right. of this stuff. All right. All it'll right, still guys. be on AM radio though. <laughs> anyway. All right. Guys, go check out the the Six Green Canes pod at nine o'clock on the same network. Vish, DJ, Jazz, and Blue. Good stuff. I think Rasta's coming on too tonight. And so. Rasta from the Miami oh. Flow Network. So yep. it's an all-star cast on the football on the football show tonight. So definitely yeah. go check it out. I mean, they're not me and Matt, but you know, it's close. It's close. Yeah, look, there, there's only one commonality that keeps the whole network afloat, and it's right here. So I I don't know what to tell you. I mean I don't know. I think the show me and Matt did two weeks ago was very good. It caused I think me. It was one of our best. It was so bad. I was throwing up the whole time. You were throwing up beforehand. Look, look, <laughs> those are details. I don't know, Matt. What do you think? I think our show two weeks ago was really good. I think it went well. Yeah. I think it went really well. Julian might have carried a us guest. a little bit, but I, I, all I, I remember, I remember a few things from that show. I remember being nauseous the whole time and and, and physically ill watching you. <laughs> Second, I remember Melissa lying to Julian Gamble about being a first-round pick. And third, I remember at some point towards the end, Matt complimenting me. Those are the three things I took away from that show. What did I Wait, compliment what you on? Compl- yeah, what did I compliment you on? <laughs> what did he I say? It was something to the extent of Vish is the greatest guy in the world. He didn't pay me to say that. Um, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, oh, yeah. He said you were a good guy. He said that you were a good no, guy. No, I, sa- I said he was the most up, genuine up the guy. It was okay, it was yeah. definitely a compliment. That's why I didn't know the yeah. exact compliment and you call it. I just remember you said something nice about me and said I didn't pay you to say, which is true because no one gets paid to do this show. Exactly. <laughs> so um, I think I think Julian was impressed by my uh the merch that I had. How many people saved shirts from 2013? <laughs> They're 10-year-old shirts. Yeah, I like how like two minutes before we Went live. Melissa's like, "Here's all these pictures. Can you show them?" I'm like, "I'm trying not to die over here." Like, sure. I heard, you didn't have to. I just realized I had them. I'm like, these "No, are you had to, fish." Yeah, I know. Taking orders. I thought they were cool to write. They were cool. It was a good addition. I was just at the time. The I'm like, I am like feeling like such crap right now. Like, I don't have the energy for this. So then you should have just said no. I understand, I bro. You were like it. puking for 24 hours. I know, but the thing with the puking is when I puked, you know, I got a good 10 or 15 minutes energy afterwards before it hit again. So <laughs> I thought they were good photos. <laughs> they were good I, photos. I, it was fun. I mean, was that fun. was that was a fun day when we, we clinched our first ACC title. I mean, the football team hasn't done it yet, so. <laughs> Too soon. What it's the same. It's, I, I hear it so much on Twitter. It's like, oh, they haven't done anything to ACC. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> cares? It's irrelevant. So, all right, guys. It's like a 20-minute goodbye. 
As usual. And we talked about prize picks twice. So episode five well. in the books of the night. Was it episode five? Yeah, we probably got five episodes out of this, right? Oh, you mean podcast? Uh, I got podcast. Oh, five. No, it's only an hour. I don't know. It de- I, I don't. I don't artificially do it. It's kind of different subjects that go into it. So I'll have to figure. We out should. We should have like a bet at the end of the show of how many. Uh, how many podcasts we made? Well, well, no, Matt. Me and you can make that bet, but Vish has full control, so he would. That's win true. Time. He's biased. <laughs> how many? You th- how many you thinking, Melissa? Uh, was it an hour and 45 minutes? Um, it's not the I'm time. Go with, it doesn't, I don't like do a certain it's, it's, length. Yeah, it's, it's kind topics. of the topics. I'm going to go with three. I'm going to go. I was thinking four. I had said five. I was about to say, four, was say four. And then I was just, I was going to say four. And then I'm like, no, I'll go with three. But uh, three or four. I don't know. It's probably going to be three because I don't think we had enough women's content at the front to justify its own uh-huh. show. Yeah, we only But I think that's the line because then we did do it like. Minutes. You know, I think the the stuff towards the end on on is probably its own. Can I a three minute pod about how many pods is this going to make? I can see one pod. Yeah, I don't even know what I'm going to do with this. I'm, just I'm, tr- I'm trying to stretch it. this longer this, so there's this, another this episode. Might, another this episode. might get cut. Well, I mean, Mitch, if you want to keep this broadcasting, me and Matt can keep going, and you can go do the. Pod. I'm just kidding. I mean, the unfortunately, you can't actually end it, so it would just be like stuck forever <laughs> until next like, week. Me and Matt, me and Matt have a guest waiting, but he didn't want to talk to you. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. And here he so is, Pete is... Stone. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, when, when, you, when, you, when you poisoned me so I couldn't talk when to Julian again. When, well, when are we doing the pod next week? Um, there is a whole, you know, I take this time to put together a schedule. <laughs> and you don't even bar to open it. It's literally, Thursday, everything is through, through Thursday, July is dated already. I, Thursday, I, t- I might actually be absent. I took your work schedule and cross-checked it against the okay. um, against the. Uh, well, the no, I'm, I'm off next Thursday, but I may be absent because I'll I'll talk to you about it later. But it might just be Vision Matt next week, guys. I'm sorry. Oh no. We'll see. It's, that's that's Matt. That's I'll wear a change the locks so she can't get banned. <laughs> where yes, where hoodie? I I have to see. It depends on what time you guys do it. And, we'll um, figure it out. This this mom, is, this, yeah. this definitely does not need to be on the air. What's what's? Yeah. But right. anyway, but if well, you don't see me next anyway, week, guys, there should be a show next Thursday. All right. Well, I'm looking good at four episodes now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Make see sure you go vote in Vicious poll that he put on Twitter. I didn't Bye. put a poll on Twitter. I thought you. Wait. Hold on. What did you just do? It because you were talking. What what happened? <laughs> Didn't you put the poll about is Shane Clark gonna transfer? No, wait, or did you not? <laughs> you did cheat on the poll again like you did last week. <laughs> oh my god! Did you just go off air and go back on really quickly? Like you just cut it out? I was playing the outro, but you kept talking, so I cut the outro. There's oh, like a second of the outro it. in there. I really wondered how we were going to do a show every week about Kane's basketball. I don't know why I thought that. I will say, like, we're very quickly going to start, like, the preseason stuff, so. I know. When are they going to Europe? Wait, when are we doing the box of crap? Well, I got to be in Miami for that, but I'm coming in July, so we'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Okay, at the outro. Am I safe to do the outro? Bye. Don't cry. Keep it chill. Wear good socks.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.